Hey, do you teach yoga? Have you ever trained to lead yoga classes to be a yoga therapist? Have you ever owned a yoga studio? Maybe even just wondered what it was like for the women and men up there in front of the room on their mats, leading you through endless Surya Namaskars, down dogs, and pranayamas galore? Well, these are their stories and mine. I'm Rebecca Sebastian, a 20-year yoga teacher, 10-year yoga therapist, yoga studio owner, and co-founder of a yoga-focused nonprofit. I've done a lot in the yoga world over the last 20 years, pretty much everything except had a water cooler. You know, a place to share stories, talk about struggles, successes, and find other people who do the same thing that I do. Welcome to Working in Yoga, a podcast and substitute water cooler for yoga folks to connect and build community, to share our unique profession, our challenges, and our journeys with the world. Hey friends, welcome to Working in Yoga. Happy 2024, and this podcast starts the new series for me and allows me to embark a little bit on how I want to shift this podcast going forward. Okay, so the thing is this, I am like a wildly curious person, and I want to spend some time diving deep into topics and asking my favorite experts to come on the podcast and chat about their experiences and ideas about that particular topic. So that's what I'm going to do for the next 10 weeks. And this first topic that I'm taking on is perfectionism in the yoga space. Okay, but before I start telling you about it, will you do me a favor? Can you like or subscribe the podcast from wherever you're listening? That helps the algorithm know who else to show the podcast to so that they can come and join us around the water cooler for some shop talk about what it's like to work in the yoga industry. And also, if you ever wanted to know more about each week's podcast episodes, make sure that you join my newsletter, which is linked in the show notes, and that will get you info about the podcast. Also, it will tell you what I'm thinking about, cool offerings and opportunities that I see. I'll share data and statistics when I have them with you all. And for example, did you know that friend of the podcast, Stephanie Munoz, started an online 200-hour teacher training program for folks who have chronic pain? Now, she is joined on her staff, but not one, but two other friends of the podcast, Jeevana Heyman and Ann Swanson, who's going to be on the podcast this season. Details will be in this week's newsletter. So if you thought, oh, that would be the perfect training for dot, 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 insert your friend, co-worker, make sure that you subscribe to my newsletter to check it out. And thanks, of course, to our sponsor, Sunlight Streams, for continuing with us this year. Sunlight runs a self-care blog, and working this year, Sunlight is trying to expand into continuing education for yoga professionals so that they can use the methodology of yoga philosophy to teach yoga folks and others how to care for themselves better. Are you interested? Check out the blog at www.thesunlightexperience.com backslash blog. Now, back to my idea about diving deep into the topic of perfectionism. So as I was reflecting on this topic, I actually can see so much damage that I did to myself under the guise of being a quote unquote more perfect yoga practitioner. 
If only I cut out all the bad things in my diet, made sure that I practiced asana hashtag every damn day, added meditation and pranayama, didn't watch trash TV or movies, and of course made sure to deny myself all the things that were pleasurable, well, then maybe I might be a more perfect yoga practitioner. So as I was exploring this in my early 30s, and remember y'all, I'm 46 now, or 45, I'll be 46 this year, Of course, I said to my friends and to myself, nobody is perfect, but I'm just trying to be the best version of myself that I can be. Now, that is language I still use today, and I truly believe that there is a journey for us all to be a better, more optimized version of ourselves, but it turns out that this is a double-edged sword that we hand each other in this industry. So what I am here to ask this season is why perfectionism is such a large part of how we practice, sell, and teach yoga, and what we can do to change that. So I went into this series with the thought that a lot of us came from homes and childhoods that fostered and encouraged us to be more perfect in order to be safe as children. And then, as adults, we slid into yoga rooms, especially those ones that with more rigorous standards of what we should be doing, feeling, moving, how our body should look. And we didn't really see anything that was out of order. But also, there is something else here, something deeper, something culturally that we need to talk about, too. So I got the opportunity to ask some really amazing people questions about perfectionism. Dr. Sham Ranganathan is starting us off next week talking about bigger cultural philosophies that are at play. Colin Hall talks to us about how we take ourselves incredibly seriously and why. Anne Swanson talks to us about how we are so scared to get meditation wrong in our classes that we don't even include it. And she shares with us a guided meditation for those of us who feel like we're perfectionists or recovering perfectionists. Daniel Simpson and I talk about how our own reflection of ourselves could and should be shifted and moved into a more community-minded space. Steph Galante, a good friend of mine, she and I talk about the theory of alignment and how is it really just body shame in disguise? And I get to talk about teaching in a perfection-oriented lineage with Sheila Chong and I also get the pleasure of asking Tristan Katz what they think about how we market yoga and perfection in yoga. And also we sell shame because that's how we think we're going to make our money. Along the way, I'm also going to add some of my own thoughts into the mix about things like doing the quote unquote right kind of yoga, which is something I had to take a lot of time to recover from. I also want to dive into this idea of the full expression of any particular movement or philosophy or idea and why we use that language, as well as taking a full episode to talk about how we make ourselves and each other feel badly for honestly no damn reason. So I hope that you'll stick with me through these next 10 episodes. This is going to be one of my favorite series on the podcast. I already know it. And I can't wait to share all of these interviews with you. They are honestly just so amazing. So before we begin next week with Dr. Ranganathan, I want to talk about all the ways that I see perfectionism culture sliding into our spaces. First, 
in how we move. I want to deconstruct how we see movement, what the purpose of movement is, and specifically alignment. I think a lot of alignment notes are given by well-meaning but frankly misinformed folks who really think that the main thing we're doing here is moving our bodies. I disagree with this on a lot of fronts, and I want to really rethink the purpose of movement within the space of yoga. Secondly, how we live. There are so many caveats to this whole dedicated yoga practitioner thing. A lot of things that we're not supposed to do that are actually excellent nervous system regulators. I remember a long time ago when my first husband left me as a single mother with an infant at home, and I spent months and months frankly, crying myself to sleep at night and then getting up in the morning to practice yoga. I thought that yoga would help cure me from being a bad mother and a bad woman for my marriage failing. If only I was a good enough yoga practitioner. So of course, no drinking, no bad movies, no TV shows, no bad books. And for a while, my obsession with being a quote unquote good yoga practitioner also had me thinking that austerity was the only answer. Here's the thing, my friends, austerity doesn't work. Humans are vital, complex, and rich creatures, and the denial of pleasure, I don't think, brings us any closer to enlightenment. It certainly didn't for me, anyway. While I know most folks don't have an experience as extreme as this, what I do think is a very relatable thing is that you have done things that aren't the right thing as a yoga practitioner, which then leads to feelings like, Am I a fraud for being a yoga teacher? Am I tricking people into giving me their money? Or worse, maybe I shouldn't be doing this job because I'm not good enough as a yoga practitioner. So for anyone else out there who might have had even a glimmer of that experience, I am here to deconstruct it for both of us. And finally, how we interact with others. I think a lot of us flocked into yoga in the aughts and the teens in order to chase a sense of moral superiority over others. Not dissimilar to why we started recycling. And I have watched people verbally shame their relatives at a kid's birthday party for using paper plates, and I have watched people verbally shame other yoga practitioners for not doing the quote-unquote right kind of yoga. I think we've cultivated this kind of I'm better than you moral superiority air in the yoga space just like we have in recycling. So the thing is, my favorite people in yoga are the real ones, the realest people that I can find, the ones that are willing to be wrong, and the ones that are willing to challenge not only other people's beliefs, but also their own. So that's what I'm going to do this season I'm working in yoga. Let's dive into this subject of perfectionism together. I think we will have an interesting and enlightening time. Now, Thank you so much for joining me in the water cooler. Thank you to my sponsor, Sunlight Streams. As always, you can check their blog out, www.thesunlightexperience.com backslash blog. And I am going to catch you with my first interview of this series next week with yogaphilosophy.com founder, Dr. Sham Ranganathan. I love this interview so much. I've talked about it since we recorded it. I know you're going to love it too. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you around the water cooler next time, friends.